0: Hey guys, and here we are again with another Truth Matters podcast, episode 74. How are you today? I hope you're having a great day today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode. Today, I want to ask you, where is your fire? Do you have a fire? Are you on fire for God? Are you stirred up in your spirit for things that God is doing and what He's going to do in your life? Do you have that burning fire and desire on the inside of you, that passion? and that hunger and that fire for God. Does God excite you? Does he make you excited to get up each day? And are you excited about meeting with him each day and talking with him and learning more about him? Where is your fire? Some people say that I don't need to be a fanatic and I don't need to be one of those fireball Christians, those holy roller Christians. I just want to be relative, and I want to be normal like everybody else, but still be a Christian. But I tell you that there must be something different about you. There must be a passion for what you do. There must be a conviction for what you believe in. You can't be like everybody else and convince everybody else to follow you as you follow Christ. How can you change the world if there's not been a change in you? You know, one of the scariest scriptures in the Bible is in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 16. Jesus said to the church of Laodicea, So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. It's so important for you to be on fire for God. So important, in fact, that Jesus himself made the point to say, If you are not on fire for me, If you are not burning hot for me, if your flame is not burning bright for me, I would rather you be a cold-hearted sinner to live your life in pleasures and live it up fully for the devil. I would rather you do that. I would rather you be a cold-hearted sinner than to be a lukewarm Christian. There's nothing worse than a lukewarm Christian because a lukewarm Christian is comfortable with giving God just a little bit. A lukewarm Christian is in a comfortable position. They are in a complacent position. They are neither hot nor cold. They are neither fully serving God nor fully serving the devil. It's one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom of God, so to speak. It's going to church periodically or even religiously, and when you go home, you're a different person. You live the lifestyle that you want. There's no convictions. There's no standards. There's no compel to change. There's no prayer life. There's no talking to God. There's no studying His Word and following His Word and seeking after Him and living for Him. It's just a going through the motions And playing church, church is nothing more than a social gathering or another box to check off your list, and it's not the priority in your life. But I'd rather be on fire for God because he said, if you are a lukewarm Christian, he said, in in other words, you make me so sick to my stomach that I am going to puke you out of my mouth. I'm going to vomit you up. I'm going to reject you. And there's nothing worse than being that person when we stand before the judgment seat of God for Him to say, I don't know you. I never knew you. You are nothing more than a lukewarm Christian to me, and I spew you out of my mouth. I reject you. Don't let those words be spoken over you when you stand before Him one day. I posted this to my Facebook page. If you're on social media more than you pray or read your Bible, it's no wonder you're not on fire for God. And this is one of the main problems with the modern day Christian. We spend more time doing things than we spend with our King. We spend more time building our kingdom, building our wealth, building our successes on this earth. We spend more time getting involved in Carnal affairs and doing things in the world. We spend more time busy for the world, trying to fulfill our own fleshly desires, that we have forgotten the reason why we're here. Did you know that we are aliens in this country? We are strangers and foreigners. This is not our final home. And when Jesus saved us, He did not save us just to give us a free ticket to heaven, but He saved us to do a work. He says in His Word, to occupy till I come, to get busy, to not get busy with the world, but to get busy for me, to do a work for me, to use the gifts and the abilities and the power and the knowledge and the opportunities that I've given you to serve me. Get on fire for me. Occupy till I come. Make use of your time. Invest wisely your time. And I ask you today, how are you investing your time for the kingdom of God? Are you occupying till he comes? Are you staying busy in his work and doing his work? Are you pouring out your heart and your soul and your talent and your gifts and your abilities and your time to the things of this world and to the pleasures of this world? Or are you giving your time to your Savior and to your God? What you give most of your time to, that is your God. And we don't have time to be serving false idols. We have no time to be serving the idol of self. But when we signed up for this army that we're in, this Christian army that we're in, this army of Jesus, we signed up to be on the winning side. We signed up to fight for the kingdom of God. There is a fight to be fought. There is a victory to be won. There are deeds to be done. There are assignments that God has placed on us responsibilities and callings and giftings and purpose that he has given us. And I ask you today, sir, what are you doing for the kingdom of God? I ask you today, ma'am, what are you doing for the kingdom of God? I ask you, when is the last time that you found yourself on your knees in prayer with tears falling down from your face and pouring out your heart and soul to your God? When's the last time that you opened up that dusty Bible and you read the scriptures that God has given us so graciously to read, to learn of him. He says in his word, to learn of me. And he compels us to learn of him. He told John in Revelation, he said, come up hither and I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And if we're going to learn the ways of God, if we're going to accomplish anything for God, we need to go up. The way up is down on our knees. We've got to get back to the prayer closet. We've got to get back to fasting. We've got to get back to studying and learning His Word. We've got to learn of Him daily. This is a daily walk, folks. Christianity doesn't come with a time card. We can't clock in and out when we want. It's a full-time job. And you know, the old saying goes, if you enjoy your job, you'll never work a day in your life. And this is the kind of job that if you really love Him, you'll enjoy it. Yes, there will be battles. Yes, there will be uh, dark days. Yes, there will be struggles. But this is a, a life that is so precious, and people are in hell today wishing that they had a second chance. But you have that chance. You have that chance to do something for God today. Don't miss the opportunities that God has given you. We are on borrowed time. This is not our home, and this is not our time. But God has given us this opportunity to live for Him, to glorify Him, to do the work that He's called us to do, and to reach the lost for His glory, for His kingdom. What are you doing for him today? Are you on fire for him? Or are you a lukewarm Christian? Going back to the church of Laodicea, Jesus goes on to say in verse 17 of that chapter, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. And many people this day and age put so much trust in things, in their job, in their success, that they don't think about their soul. They don't think about their true purpose. Those things are good and those things are great. God wants us to be successful and we need to do our best in whatever we do. But let's not forget that it's not about the blessing. It's about the blesser. It's not about the gift, but it's about the gift giver. We many times are looking at the streams of blessings when we need to go back to the source of where those streams come from. And They come from the throne of God. Every good gift, the Bible says, comes from above. And we need not forget that it's not about the material things of this life. He puts you here for a purpose and a reason so that you can do a work for Him. Don't allow the things of this world to put out your light. Don't allow the things of this world to put out your fire. I want to encourage you today to begin to throw some logs in that fire. Prayer is wood on the fire. Studying His Word is wood on the fire. Calling out to Him, talking to Him, listening to good anointed worship music is wood on the fire. Listening to some good Bible-based preaching is wood on the fire. Throw some wood on the fire and burn for God again. i leave you with this quote. Where there's a lukewarm church... There's no vision or hope for the future. We must fan our flame and burn for God again. Get on fire for God, Christian. The world needs your fire. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day, 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 day.